You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey friends, it's Jackie Moore, and today I am talking about how to stay focused on Jesus in the midst of persecution. So I am going to start off, I kind of want to start off with just defining what persecution is or what it means to persecute or to be persecuted. Um, Because honestly, I think that sometimes, you know, I can think about, I think we can think about, especially in America, um, where we don't have um, the type of persecution that they have in other countries. Um, we can we can feel kind of weird sometimes about saying, well, I think that Satan's persecuting me right now, or I feel like I'm being persecuted. I think we feel weird about that, um, or I feel weird about that, because I think about all of these other people, you know, these martyrs for Christ who have literally given their life, like Elizabeth Elliot's husband, Jim, who, you know, was was killed when he went to go share the gospel. And then I think about, you know, Elizabeth Elliot herself, who who went and and lived with this people group a few years later and um, just fought all of these things or even modern day stories of, of people being in other countries and being thrown in jail. And I just can sometimes feel like, you know, that it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't matter... I I wouldn't be persecuted or what I feel like maybe is persecution isn't severe or as severe as someone being murdered. And so therefore, persecution is not happening at all to me. And that's not even something that should be on my radar. And I just don't think what I'm learning, what the Lord's teaching me is that that's not necessarily true and that he, that nowhere in the Bible does it say, you know, the only people that are going to be persecuted are Christians living in enclosed countries or are Christians living under um, dictatorships. It doesn't say that in the Bible. It says that we as believers are going to be persecuted and to persecute um, means to cause if you're if you persecute someone or if you were to persecute something, you are going to cause to suffer. You're going to injure. You're going to afflict. And so, to persecute or to feel like you're being persecuted just means that you feel like you are being injured, that you are feeling afflicted, that you are being caused to suffer in some way that's out of your control, that you didn't, this is different, you know, than you do something wrong, you disobey, and then you reap the consequences of that sin and and of that disobedience. That's not what this is. I think persecuting is different in that you haven't done anything wrong. In fact, maybe you're doing a lot of things right or you're doing some things right, um, and persecution comes along because of that to a degree. And so the reason that this is on my mind or or that I wanted to talk about this and do an episode about this is because of an experience that I had, I think it's been about a week ago. So a little bit of a backstory, Brandon and I are about to go speak at an event that we are so super excited about. 
called Fields of Faith, and we're going to get to um, just share the gospel and share our story and share about um, our relationship with Jesus with a ton, I think like hundreds of people. And it's just this really cool opportunity that we get and we're super excited about. Um, And we definitely love, if you're listening, for you to be praying for us over the next few weeks. This will happen um, next week, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. So if you listen after that, then, and the 16th. So if you listen after that, you know, you can still pray for us, but you don't have to pray necessarily for that event. Um, But I'm getting off topic. My point is that about a week ago on Monday morning, I woke up from a really interesting dream. And sometimes I have interesting dreams. Um, If I watch a superhero movie, I never watch scary movies. I can't handle them. I never have been able to. I mean, I will literally, if a movie is scary, if a movie is being advertised on TV that is scary, I will literally close my eyes and plug my ears and tell Brandon to tap me whenever it's over. Because I just, I just can't handle it. I'm just so sensitive for whatever reason to watching scary things because I will then dream about them. Not like I lay in bed at night and I like worry myself to death. I can't go to sleep, but I literally will immediately have no problem going to sleep. But then whatever I saw is happening to me in the dream. So I try to avoid scary movies, scary things at all costs. I really can't even watch like Avengers before bed. Like if so whenever I watched Avengers Endgame, I had like a reoccurring dream that I was being chased through the city. Um and that like alien things were coming to get me and I was leading this group of people. And so I ha- it's not unusual for me to have dreams like this. Um, But Sunday night, I had a really interesting dream that I was like at um, like a a stadium or outside place. And someone was talking on a microphone. And all of a sudden, they got the microphone. And they started to say, okay, anyone who's a Christian, come over here. Let's round all the Christians up. And this tone of like, they were going to harm them or hurt them. And I was like walking, I remember in the dream, I was walking upstairs and I heard that and I immediately started walking down the stairs and like looking around and was thinking to myself, act normal, act normal. And then I like broke off into a run and I remember in the dream, I started being chased and and just felt, I just knew in the dream that they were trying to get me because I love Jesus. And I woke up and I thought, oh, that was weird. That was interesting. And I told Brandon about it and I thought, you know what? That was just a dream. It's okay. Moving on with my life. Um, So then in my quiet time that morning, I read in John chapter 15. And at the end of John chapter 15, Jesus talks about how we may be persecuted and that we um, can't necessarily expect not to be persecuted because he says in verse 21, if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I had a dream last night that I was being persecuted. And then in my quiet time, I'm reading about persecution. And I just prayed because this is something that I like to do. You know, I always want to be sensitive to the spirit. And so um, I just prayed, okay, Holy Spirit, if this is something you want me to be sensitive to, um, 
let me hear you clearly. Like, talk to me more about this, Lord, if um, you're trying to tell me something here or you're trying to teach me something. And so then at school, I almost said at church, but at school on Monday, so within less than like three hours, four hours, I go to, I teach at a, a Christian school, and so they do devotionals on Mondays sometimes at lunch, and Eric Michaels was doing, he teaches Bible at my school, and he was doing a devotional over Revelation chapter 2. I was like, oh, okay. Like, a lot of times when people talk about the churches in Revelation, um, they talk about, you know, being lukewarm because a lot of Christians in, in America can relate to that and being lukewarm. And so I'm getting mentally prepared for him to talk about um, being a lukewarm Christian. But instead, he starts talking about the church in Smyrna and how Jesus tells the church in Smyrna that they are about to undergo, guess what, persecution for 10 days. And I started crying, like in the middle of the school day. As soon as he was done, I walked up to him and still crying, (laughs) was like, Eric, I just need you to pray for me because the Lord's been very clear that he's trying to tell me something about persecution. And so with that, over what I feel like over the last few weeks that the Lord has been trying to, to show me and teach me. Um, is not to be scared because initially, I'm going to be honest with you, I was really scared whenever um, I realized that the Lord was trying to communicate to me, hey, like persecution may be coming. I think the Lord was also communicating to me um, that I had been, I'm not going to go into all that. There were multiple things going on. Um, One of them honestly being just like a huge spirit of just heaviness and um, just felt like, this, something's not right, something's off. And I really felt like the Lord was showing me um, I had been in, it wasn't just that I was about to enter a season of persecution, but that I had been in a few weeks or so of experiencing some persecution spiritually. And so with all of that, I've been trying to pray and focus on the past couple of weeks. Okay, what do I do about this? How do I handle this? What did Jesus do? What are Satan's tactics? Like just trying to be really sensitive to this. And so I was reading um, in my quiet time in John chapter 11, and this is where um, the first kind of one of the times in John, it talks about the conspiracy to kill Jesus. And so in John 11, verse 47, it says, Therefore the chief priest and the Pharisees convened a council and were saying, What are we doing? For this man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. So it goes on And then verse 50, where they're talking about what are they going to do? Why do they need to do something? And verse 53 says, so from that day on, they planned to kill him. So they planned to kill Jesus. And so when I was reading this, it just made me think about how skewed our minds can get um, by Satan whenever we are not walking, myself included, when we are not 
fighting to walk in holiness and in righteousness. And whenever we're not under the authority of Christ, when we're not um, living in the light and living in communion with him and reminding ourselves of truth, our minds can spiral out of control really quickly. And we can start planning things and doing things that are not Christ-like or godly at all. And I think this is a perfect example of that happening with the chief priests here. They are acting out of fear. The priests and the Pharisees, they're afraid. If we let him go on like this, they say, all men will believe the Romans will come and take away both our place, our power, and our nation. And so they're functioning out of, they're having this conversation out of this place of fear, even though you would think that they probably, I mean, I'm assuming, but since they're the priest, I'm thinking that they may have read some of the prophecies in the Old Testament that point to Jesus, right? Like I'm just, that's just an assumption. But when we are not focused on God, even if we know, like we've heard, we've been taught about God, when we're not in right standing with him, when we're not trusting him, then our minds are susceptible to believe the lies of Satan and to be gripped by fear. And that can make us do things that are not honoring or pleasing to God, like plot to kill his son. Um, And another thing that was interesting later on was the chief priests, they went so far. I mean, they are so paranoid and like we have got to get rid of this guy at all cost. In verse um, 9 through 11 of chapter 12, it says a large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was in town And they came not just for Jesus' sake, but so they also could see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. Then 10, but the chief priests planned to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and were believing in Jesus. And so now you've got these guys, these men, these religious people, they're supposed to be pointing people to God but are instead plotting not one person's murder, but two people's murder. Someone, they're trying to attack and to harm someone that's not even Jesus because of his connection with Jesus. And so um, with that, that is like scary to think about how fear, how whenever we are not walking with the Lord, um, how quickly things can derail and can go poorly for us. And so for me, you know, I don't always want to, when I read the Bible, I don't always want to view myself as the person who has it all together. I want to always ask God, um, could I be acting like the Pharisees in any way? Is there ever a situation where, where I could be doing this? And I think that reading this, you know, the Lord just reminded me that hey, here's what happened. I don't think the Lord was necessarily telling me in this moment that I was acting like them, but it was just a reminder that here's what can happen when um, we, you're not trusting me. Like Satan is sneaky and he will get in there and he will derail things very, very quickly. Um, And he can bring harm on people and things very quickly. And so one thing, one kind of takeaway from this um, is to one, 
what I want to encourage you with is one, don't be scared if you feel like you are experiencing persecution. If you feel like um, the Lord's telling you you are in a season of that or about to enter a season of that, don't be fearful. Um, perfect love casts out fear. It talks about that in First John. And that is what we have in Jesus. We have perfect love. Um, I know like if you if you are feeling fear, it's important to admit that and take that to the Lord, but don't stay there. Don't stay scared. Don't stay in your fear, but give that to the Lord. One way that I've found over the past week and a half or so to not stay in my fear and stay scared is through worshiping. And another way is through praying John 17 um, verses really 13-ish through 17. So this is where Jesus is praying for us. Jesus is on earth and he's praying for the disciples. And he says to the Father, but now I come to you and these things I speak in the world so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I've given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Then this this is what I pray. Jesus says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. And so I've just been praying like crazy that the Lord will not take me out of the world, but will keep me, keep the people I love from the evil one and that he will sanctify us in truth. He will make me like Jesus by reminding me of Jesus and reminding me of truth daily. And so um, I hope just this is encouraging and my encouragement to you, if you feel like this or um, you think someone around you is going through this, that you can fight against the fear that can come with persecution by worshiping and by praying. And I think when we do these things, um, you see Jesus here in verse 17 literally saying, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. Sanctifying means to be more like Jesus. And so when we say, no, I'm not going to fear, and I'm going to trust, and I'm going to worship, and I'm going to pray, then we're being like Jesus walking in our sanctification and therefore being who we were truly created to be.